Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the next episode of the What Topic podcast with your hosts, Josh Deakin at Mr. Josh Deakin. And Owen Burkett at Owen.Burkett. Yes, and welcome back for, after our ginormous gamp, uh, like big gambit, really, of an episode for Halloween. We hope you enjoyed our nearly one hour and 50 minute episode. I'll say it definitely, uh, it definitely wear does out, though, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, well, I, it, it just kind of just spewed out to being a lot more than I anticipated. And it, and it was good fun. Like, mm. it just, it turned out to be like there was a lot more to talk about than I, uh, than I think we all anticipated. Um, so it was just kind of insightful. And I, it, it was sort of like, I kind of forgot how much I really appreciated it and how much I really adore like oh, yeah, talking yeah. about it. So yeah, it was good fun. Yeah, it was honest, honestly like a really uh, wholesome episode, and also we got to like really kind of chat basically about the the many different um, you know kind of things out there in the horror genre. Uh, yeah. and then you, then obviously you've got or you know your psychological stuff, bits and bobs like that. They they always really kind of add to the experience. Uh, well, we so, did, well, I kind of wanted to add just a bit more than just talking about horror films. You know, it's add, adding yeah. a bit more in depth, like saying why do we enjoy these and what stems from it, etc. So, exactly. yeah, it was just something a lot, a lot more sort of um, insightful and in, in depth than just taking it on a shallow, um, on a on a surface value. Well, that's that's it, really, isn't it? Like sometimes, um, like with this podcast, I think we 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 have like times where we'll go a bit more in depth, and sometimes we'll have you know you know we'll hold back. Like you'll notice that our consistency of you know episode length is definitely you know it goes quite high and then it goes quite low. Like sometimes we've Mm. had episodes that are like only forty five, fifty minutes, and like even those episodes really do pack a good punch. Like really, it's like you could kind of say it like you know the time length really doesn't kind of give you the full picture sometimes of an episode like you might see an episode be like an hour and 30 minutes and it might be like three topics but like the topics are just like very juicy to talk about mm, yeah for sure like and i guess it's 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 actually quite nice to be kind of open like there's only so much we can talk about and it, maybe it's mm. all that's all it there needs to be to talk about um, and sometimes it just needs a little bit, needs to elaborate on certain things. So yeah, like it's um, it's an interesting one, like how we structure our, our podcast and um, and if there's anything to to talk about in a very um, expansive sort of degree. Mm. Oh yeah, definitely. I'd say because of the, the, the one of the things that we've been doing recently is uh, we started obviously doing the podcast on a Friday release, but we've we've kind of like weaned away from a Friday down to a Sunday. And it's weird because like I never envisioned a podcast release on a Sunday, but like really it kind of like gives you like something different to listen to on a Sunday night. Cause like, you know, like, I, I mean, I'm not like kind of like half into the old days or anything, but like some people used to listen to radio shows back in like, you know, the old days, like, mm. you know, like in like the, you know, the forties, fifties and sixties, like on a Sunday night, like, like for many years, Top Gear was uh, was a Sunday night staple. Like obviously, it's dropped off many times since then. Like I mean, Top Gear is still technically on a Sunday at the minute. Uh, well, it's finished recently. But it's not but like, as it wasn't as popular as it was with Jeremy Clarkson no, no. and Brian May and everyone else. So yeah, Brian May. Brian May is. A, I'm thinking of it, it, his last name is May. Isn't it James May? James May. James May yeah. Yeah, you can a... tell you're not a lo- you're not you can tell you're not a Top Gear loyalist. <laughs> yeah, of course not. No, and um, I always get mixed up with Brian May and James May. I like I know it's the last name, but it's like if only could yeah. if only Brian. I mean, I mean one's a 
One looks like a looks like a cocker spaniel, and one one uh, with, well, with well, one's got hair, well, one's got a, one's got a, a PhD. Um, I don't know if James May has a PhD, but you know, he has a he has a, he has a pub. Yeah, 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 he has a pub. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a PhD, a pub, uh, having ha- pub for having drinks. Exactly. <laughs> PhD, PhD. Uh, well, um, okay, maybe I didn't get that right, but yeah. Anyway, that's not the point. So uh, anyway, yeah, as you as as we say, like yeah. It's been a it's been a, a little bit since our last episode. We did take a break, a week break. Um, I think we did say earlier on, but we just kind of felt like we needed it. Like I, I said to Owen, I says like we could probably go for a week away, like have like a little a, li- a little podcast holiday. And you're like, yeah, and it was nice because to be honest, we could like, catch up on well. the rest of the news. Yeah, just as well because a lot of things have happened like since oh, gosh, then. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, so we're so we're gonna you know uh, we're gonna talk about uh, various things. So obviously, um, we're gonna talk about obviously with Sean Connery's history and life because um, as some as most of you know that he passed away on uh, October thirty first um, of this year and at the age of eighty nine was it? Like I think it was. I'm, I'm sure I'm sure he died at the age of ninety. Yeah, ninety. Okay, yeah, like it's about eighty nine, ninety. But yeah. So we're going to talk about a bit, a bit of his history uh, and his um, his career and everything. Um, and also, um, I'm pretty sure everyone else in the world has known about this, but Joe Biden ha- it will be the 46th president of the United States of America. So Trump has lost the election. Um, it's, it's funny, actually, something to, something to include in that. Um, I, I was watching um, The Late Late Show um, with James Corden, some of the clips from it um, earlier on. And one of the funny things was that he said that they said apparently that that Donald Trump isn't trying to stand in the way of the election, like going to Biden, even though Biden's won. And apparently, he's hardly doing any work in the White House right now. He's not signing any new no, anything new I, recently. I, yeah, I yeah, I've heard. Apparently, he's just he's been spending most of his time watching the television <laughs> more than he usually does, and just tweeting, just you know, BS. It's weird because like, apparently, apparently, his mood versus his tweets are very different. <laughs> Oh yeah, like that. What they used to be, what they used to be, was he used to when he was um, president, and obviously, and then before being becoming president, he all he was doing was just shit talking to a lot of people, telling people they're losers and this and that. Now it's just it, he doesn't really do that anymore. He's just now trying to say, you know, it's rigged, voter fraud, <laughs> and, and everything, and the whole Trump administration is trying to. Uh, basically, uh, they're trying to go to court to say there's voter fraud, even though each and every single case has been dismissed. Exactly. Like, there's no, there's no evidence of that. And like, all, and like, even one lawyer, I can't remember which state it's in, but even one lawyer was like, because they were uh, complaining that none of the, they didn't have any observers at one of the, um, uh, at the vote, voting booths, uh, not voting booths, but the voting, the buildings where the people go to vote. Mm. And then they and they asked him like, like were they were any um, Republican observers at the building at that building? And they said yeah. And they went and the lawyer went, um, I'm sorry, but what's the problem? <laughs> yeah, um, and so it, it it's pretty much like every single like thing they did try to do is just it's just failing. It is and and now recently Arizona has um voted for Biden so that's turned to a blue state. Yeah, I um, heard about so that. I... There was apparently apparently the uh, the Trump administration were trying to argue 14,000 votes, right? Even though that that's such a Something... margin. I 
something like that but yeah like they they it's like apparently they wanted like i, can't, I think it was like seventeen thousand or fourteen thousand or something like that but i was like well even if you did get those votes like you still lost the state so it's like what is there to do so now it's like um he's got north carolina and what another state i can't remember i think it's georgia yeah, yeah, I think it's just those two. It's just those two states are left, and from the looks of it, it seems to go blue as well, or at least one blue, one red. But even if he gets a state, he's still lost. Yeah. And it, 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 at this rate, he should he should do what Hillary Clinton should do: is just just concede. But obviously, this, look who we're talking about here. Like this is a guy who's been telling people they're losers, but he can't, you know, accept the fact he is one himself. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? Like, he, he could do the noble thing and move aside and he'd have a better legacy. Because literally, that's what... Li- literally, that is the words of what Biden said. Like, you, you're going to spoil your legacy, essentially. Exactly. But but the, the, but <laughs> to be honest, like, when I heard that, I was like, to be honest, he's already uh, ruined his legacy for being an absolute dick. The thing is, like, the thing is, I it, have to appreciate what Biden said because, you know, yeah. he, could, he, could, he could continue to be, you know, an arse if he wanted to be because Trump's been just as much an arse to him. But... He's been impartial, mm. which is really nice. Yeah, well, you kind of have to. You have to show that you're the better person, despite exactly, the fact yeah. even if you win, even if you win, you could even if you win it, you could and you could make the excuse saying, "Well, I've won, so I could say whatever I want." But that's not the case. Like you shouldn't really do that. It's you should keep showing that. Um, a, that like the uh, one of the news anchors, like anchors in uh, CNN who broke down that just saying that character matters and he really needs to show that. And obviously Kamala Harris um, show, is showing that as well. Mm. Um, and right now, like it, he's right. He, um, I can't remember this, the, 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 the co-host's name, but he really is right that saying that, you know, that this election is proving that character matters because <laughs> I think 2016 was a really sort of odd time. You know, because obviously we had the Brexit um, thing and then later on, you know, Trump won against Hillary Clinton. Mm. And um, and now we have seen Trump become president. And then we and then I think a lot of us, like even people outside of America were like, you know, please don't reelect him. Like another four years would just mean like the worst thing that could possibly happen. And it and it really has now shown that because of his tackling with the coronavirus and obviously with um, systematic racism and his treatment with Puerto Rico and uh, and it was obviously his devil is is um, uh, deviling with the uh, like with Russia and everything like it, it he's he's an absolute he's a he's a uh, he's a wannabe fascist dictator and he's an absolute con he's always been a con with his real estate and his scams and his university scams and everything else that he's been involved oh, in. Oh gosh, yeah, yeah. Um, and so it, so it, it was only just saying to ourselves, like, thank God, like this, this crook has been kicked out of the white house. Um, but the thing is, is like, uh, it's been very dangerous recently because he's obviously he's not, con- he hasn't conceded and his, uh, from the from the reports I've been reading, his administration is um, they, they're kind of like acting like um, that. How they they actually quoted by saying that they're treating it like you see the crazy guy in the in the in the subway station in the subway train, 
where he's just spewing loads of bits and pieces and you're just ignoring him, pretending you're not listening to him and just looking straight forward and then just getting off whenever you can. Or just pretend, and but in this case, they're just pretend, they're just going along with it, and that's even and even Don Jr. and Eric Trump, they're just going along with it. They're just still saying, you know, we need to keep up the fight, the good fight. And I'm like, guys, you lost. Like, just accept it. Like, there's no exactly. Yeah. You're gonna get you're gonna get kicked out like on uh, January 20th, and there's no there's no way about it. You. <laughs> just kind of have to face it man um so yeah like and this is a guy who cannot accept being a loser because he he's all well and good that he can call other people losers um i mean i mean he, he can call a bunch of um dead soldiers a bunch of suckers and losers then yeah, that's really horrible yeah. and uh, yeah and the good thing is that you know obviously we did uh, when we started this podcast we were going to talk about you know what trump said now you know what I'm actually relieved that we don't we don't have to talk about that you know that orangutan like exactly you yeah. know, pr- prick like anymore. And I mean, granted, we're probably going to hear like bits and pieces after he leaves, or oh yeah, you know, he won't he be could... gone. He won't be gone for a for a, for very long. He'll be back in the scene. Yeah, again. yeah. Um, but I think his after he leaves, like his reputation is just going to be less than it was beforehand. Um, I think. Take a, I mean, I could a, be... a big, a big hard look at what he's, what he's doing. Oh yeah, like I think people are gonna probably just turn this back. At, like once he's, once he's out and he's gonna go around saying, "Well, I was the ex president of the United States." I think people are just gonna go, "Okay, whatever." <laughs> and I, well, I, I like to hope so. Like I love to. Honestly, love I, I find go... it funny because, like, in a way, literally, like the one, the one way I could sum up Trump is, ha! <laughs> this is just a single laugh. And that, I know, if that's like, his legacy, then well, you're fucking clapped, mate. Wait. Yeah, yeah I know. I, 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 I wonder what's going to happen. Imagine the firework go off out of my window. Then when I went Ray like that, I don't know if you heard that. <laughs> Maybe that was saying something. But yeah, it's like, um, hey, Trump's out. <laughs> yeah. Um. But man, like, so yeah. I mean, so Not like, Trump is gone. The trouble is that you know, obviously, he's still president until. Um, January, January 20th. 20th yeah. Funny thing um, is, though, any, so... any executive order he decides to bring in, uh, Joe Biden could literally like, like go nah and just send them on their way. Well, this is, well, this is the thing. Like, he's actually na- he's fired uh, one of his Trump staff and he's hired another person, which is really bizarre because it's like, well, you're only going to be there for about two months and then you, you're going to be gone. Like, so, is, is she going to try and carry the legacy better? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And then, the, um, obviously, he's apparently got some Trump loyalists in the Pentagon, which has actually made a lot of people worried. So this is what I mean. Like, it's very dangerous right now because he's now he's gone he's gone paranoid. Like right now, he's gone like full on. Uh, I guess like unhinged, like Trump mode, basically that. He's hiring people. Um, he's hiring people in, despite the fact they're only going to be out of a job a- after two months, and um, and it's just and it's making Joe, Joe Biden's um, team a lot harder because um, they're supposed to get all the access from the White House now to make sure their transition exactly. to the White House is to make it easier. And apparently, there's there's world leaders congratulating him, but he can't reach them, so they have to reach Obama then pass it to biden so the whole thing is just becoming a, a complete shit show and it's just 
it's just man like you know trump is just not making it easy and you know what i i seriously think he, and i think even trump said like you're gonna have to uh drag me out kicking and screaming and you know what i'll pour a glass of whiskey and just be like okay good i'll, I'll, I'll enjoy watching it <laughs> yeah that's uh, it be ready for it <laughs> yeah and that you know what i i can't wait to the day that he actually leaves and if there's footage of him being dragged out and everything and yeah. well that's 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 that for you uh and say uh, yeah so in a nutshell they they have finally we, um, got rid of unfortunately we still got a bit of time to have to deal with his bs but um but at least there's something to look forward to until then definitely um, so as I moving in swiftly on and say we've had the latest news, of course, in the last few days, something that really obviously shook the, the stock exchange as well, because obviously globally yes. it's something that we very much need, um, you know, despite what people think on both sides of the equation, uh, the equa- uh, with the argument going, I yeah. think it's, 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 it's a thing that we need to get past the tides right now. We need to turn the tide we, and we can't just turn the tide by testing and tracing constantly. It's the baton, yeah. of course. Um, uh, uh, I think the company's called is it uh, Pfizer? Pfizer. They're the ones who are working with another company that's been working on the vaccine um, for the last, you know, what seven, eight, nine months, right? So, I think so. I I haven't really heard. I I think I just saw like the article like title. Oh yeah, yeah. We've seen we've seen the we've seen so. the statement. Like, you know, like ninety percent proven. And it's funny because the flu jab has only been proven for about what what forty to sixty percent to work. So I, think so. I mean. My friend, I was speaking to my friend earlier, and he was saying he thinks that the samples of tests, test results is still too small. I mean, 40,000 is quite a lot over six countries, I still think. But he says six countries ain't that much compared to the whole world. Like, there's how many countries in the world? Like, 200 odd countries in the world that take part in the Olympics. Right. You know? So, we're, we're, we're very not, we're, we're, the pro, that's the problem with being such a big, diverse, um, you know, planet that we've got so many people to vaccinate. And you just think that, Places like Brazil, who are really, really struggling right now to yeah, that, get, I think the, get the virus. Not the even groups. yeah, well, they're not even. Um, apparently, they're not even. Um, you know, social distancing and, and implementing masks and everything. And well, that's the crazy bit. Like, if you turn the spectrum around, places like Italy right now, surprisingly, Italy, you cannot leave your house um, unless you have a specific job that allows you to leave the house, and only two people from that household can go to their job. The rest has to stay in. And you can't go anywhere other than shops. That's it. Nothing right. else. So, you, I mean, you can go out for exercise, but you can't like go out and do loads of crazy things. To be fair, our lockdown is very is, is it's pretty similar. Like the ballpark, yeah, really in a way, because we yeah. can still go out to we can still go and click and collect from shops. Like you can't even do that in yeah. Italy. So. No. Yeah, I mean that's just, that's just a definite kick, kick in the balls for you. But hey, yeah, we've already done enough uh, moaning and groaning about COVID for one day, I think. Um, and of course, the very final news of the day, of course, is it's pretty much hindsight. In, it, it must have been written in the stars. We heard the news early in the week that Dominic Cummins was looking to be leaving by Christmas, and guess what? What's happened, Owen? He's finally got kicked out of the bucket. Like he's he's been finally kicked out. Like oh, he's 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 coming has come. Yeah, he <laughs> got a coming. He's reckoning of coming. <laughs> the reckoning of coming. Yeah. But yes, come yeah, and get do- some. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, but anyways, yeah. Dominic coming is finally being. He was supposed to be leaving at, after Christmas, and they actually instead finally made that's, his, that's what BBC News immediate said, right? effect. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, um, 
Speaking of being immediate, fair, moving let's, swiftly let, on. Let, let's talk about um, <laughs> the the late Sir Sean Connery, uh, who died recently on on Halloween. Hang on, hang on, hang on. hold the phone here a second. Wait, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa! Did I just do something? <laughs> so two things. I want to uh, I want to quickly enact a quick break because we're gonna we're, we're, our episode's gonna try and be down the middle around forty to fifty minutes. Second thing, did you say Con what Conway? Not Conway, not uh, Conway. Uh, I said Conway. <laughs> I probably you said like you was like Conway. <laughs> no, I I probably pronounced my R's like a little bit strange. Uh, press um, one, press yeah, one way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm like Jonathan Wass. <laughs> Jonathan Wass. <laughs> yeah. So of course, like I say, we are very quickly going to take a break uh, just to, just to kind of cut up the episode a bit. Um, but yeah, stay tuned. After the break, we'll be talking obviously about Sean Conway. And then, of course, we're going to uh, dive into a few other, you know, things that we want to talk about. But, yeah, you can look forward to that when we get to it. Cool. See you shortly. See you, see you later. Hello, and welcome back to this episode of What Topic. So, yeah, we previously talked about uh, Trump losing to Joe Biden being the next president. Um, and uh, and obviously very quickly and briefly talked about uh, the, the situation with Dominic, Dominic Cummings. Um so yeah, we're now we're now going to be talking about the life and career of Sean Connery. So yeah, so unfortunately he passed away at the age of ninety um, uh, last month on Halloween, um, no less. So yeah, um, I think we all uh, can agree on that. Probably the first exposure to Connery was uh, when he was James Bond. Uh, starting from mm. Doctor No all the way to Diamonds Are Forever, or unless you count the unofficial uh, Bond film Never Say Never Again, which not 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 a lot of people do. <laughs> no, no, definitely. Oh, it's funny. Uh, it's funny you say. Um, we we, we was talk- sorry. We was just talking about coming coming before the break. There's a photo of him that's just come up on the internet of him literally holding a box, being basically let out the door. <laughs> Oh, sorry. I, 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 obviously, I'm disgracing Sean Curry's name as we're talking about him, and I'm, I'm putting in. So, I do apologise, Sean, if you can in me anyway. He probably doesn't know who Dominic Cummings is anyway. Probably doesn't care. Um, but yeah, let's uh, let's continue about Sean Curry. Sorry. <laughs> um. So yeah, I'm. I yeah, like I said, I think yeah, I think we all could agree that my first exposure of him was when he was in uh, from starting from Doctor No, because I how I watched James Bond was. Um, was starting from Doctor No um, onwards because even though I grew up with Piers Brosnan as James Bond, I actually did yeah, start too, yeah. with um, uh, you know with the starting with the classics, then to George Lazenby, Roger Moore, etc., etc. So um, yeah, um, and so because when you talk about James Bond, you always often get a lot of people just saying that Sean Connery is just simply the best out of the lot yeah like, as, like, as, as, as that song goes you're simply the best yeah no, you, or that or just go nobby nobby does it better so that's it yeah <laughs> um but yeah no it's um and then probably probably soon after that it was probably when he was playing indiana jones's father in indiana jones and the yeah, last crusade yeah. i always is, i always forget it was him you know because it's such a departure from james bond isn't it the difference of his character yeah i mean he, he's he goes from like a very um confident sort of suave secret agent to sort of a bumbling sort of historian 
which is yeah, it's, it's weird because he, you know, it's him, but like the glasses really, and the hairstyle make, and obviously the bucket hat make him look so different. Yeah, well, the the crazy, the funny thing is that he's um ever since from Doctor No onwards, he's he's been wearing a toupee, so yeah, um, so it's just you know for those people who you know they like oh like oh look look at his hair and it's like you know it's fake right <laughs> yeah um but yeah like i mean i mean and then when you talk about the james bond films like the, the one we always talk about is to a lot of people is goldfinger like you know with the shirley bassey song you know the villains names like goldfinger or job and then the, the bond girl names like pussy galore which sh- that's another unfortunate thing like the actress who played um pussy galore oh yeah um, she, she died she, earlier she died earlier the year yeah um her name uh honor blackman that's it yes um yeah that was a what bit... a name right yeah um but yeah it's 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 really hard for me because ever since i i remember reading a review i think it was either reading or watched a review it's basically the bond film that is careless like he gets a lot of people killed and I can't unsee that. So yes. everyone calls it like the classic bomb, which it is. Like you obviously you got the Aston Martin DB5, the classic gadgets, and he everything really did else. cement the the legacy for Bond. He is he is many people he's known as Bond. Yeah, I mean it's he kind of it was his Bond was the one who kind of formulated that formula. The you know with the the Bond villains, the Bond girls, the gadgets, and it's basically epic. I mean obviously over time with each actor mm. playing bond like they brought in the their own spin but there's always that that um oh yeah yeah that that um that trope i suppose you could say that you know you have to have a you can't have a bond film without a bond villain and bond bond girls and the the aston martin oh, gosh, yeah. whether whether it's the classic db5 or a new model etc it's just you you can't make anything without any of the classic formulas is that makes it like you know distinguishable from any other it's like sugar and spice isn't it really? yeah like i mean it's just and if you look at it like this he's done so many recognizable james bond movies like obviously we know roger moore has done the most but sean connery definitely did quite a lot yeah so there's there's no denying that there like he's done dr no from russia with love goldfinger thunderball you only live twice well i think i think connery has done um more memorable bond films in this is my opinion yes. uh than watching more i, I think, think that's I think, right i've been watching more for me like i like i mean live and let die was all right it was a good start but nothing that great mm. um and to be fair like this it's the same with dr no i think dr no is fine it's just I, I don't, I don't think it, it. Like my favorite of Connery's is actually from Russia with Love. Like I just love. Yeah, from Russia with Love. I love yeah. Robert Shaw as uh, as the villain, and um, and obviously you got Goldfinger. I think Thunderball is okay, but it can be a little bit like just watching a bunch of people fighting underwater is a bit. You know, like, there's only so much you can do about that. <laughs> and uh, um, yeah, there's a lot to-, to be to be honest. I'm with you on that. <laughs> I, I, I mean, like if when I think of some of my favorite Bond movies. It, it, not a lot of people like Moonraker, but I actually quite like Moonraker. I think Moonraker is one of my favorites of all the different oh, Bond films. You know films what? It took me a long while to actually get around to watching it because I just heard that it's just one of the worst Bond films out there. Well, the thing is, it's still got Jaws, and it's nice because Jaws goes out in a nice way, doesn't it? It's it's really cheesy though. Like I was just like, oh, hey, okay, hey, cheesy or not, cheesy or not, you've got it. You've got to hand it to them to yeah. do a, a nice little cute ending. I, I get them. like you know, Space Girl and you know, Big Teeth Man. Yeah. It's, just, it's, it's so it's stuff. so like what the hell were they thinking like you know pairing him with girl that's wearing glasses and pick not saying i'm got anything to do with that but it's just so like what made you think like you know what 
Jaws needs a girl with pigtails and glasses. And well, it's probably a very it's probably very depictive of the times as well. I, I don't know, but then again, that they were gonna. It's funny when you watch the one before. I think it was the um, the spy loved me. They said that at the end they were gonna yeah, make uh, they, they were me. they were gonna make um uh for your eyes only. But then they saw the craze mm. of uh, Star Wars, so they were like jumping on that to, you know, get get on board mm. with it. And um, uh, and funny enough, I think that either got nominated or won the Best Visual Effects Oscar for uh, for the wow. movie. I think it got nominated because I don't know, like I can't imagine like anything that could be better than that. But anyways, yeah. So going back to Conway, um, outside of um, James Bond, which is really hard to. I guess it's really hard to kind of think about him outside of Bond, but he's done quite a lot like since then. Um, oh yeah, yeah. He's been in so many different things. Oh yeah, and uh, I mean, one of the few that I used to remember was when he was um, uh, when he was in um, uh, the Hunt for Red October. Um, yes. Um, even though it's it's yeah, I watched it's that, so yeah. hilarious. Like he's, he's he's speaking in Russian in parts, but he's still got that Scottish. I think that was the thing that. We all kind of made fun of him. Like, it doesn't matter what who he was playing. Like, he he still had this Scottish accent. Like, whether he was supposed to be an American or Irish or yeah. um, or even the worst thing that is just hilarious. Like when he was played as Ramirez in Highlander, he's a he's a oh, Jesus. Okay, so he's he's a he's supposed he says he's a Spaniard, but he's Egyptian. But he's sp- still got the he's still got the Scottish accent. You're like, D- dude, come on! Like, you can't do that to us. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> he's, he's in a lot of other movies that are quite good as well. He he, he was in Dragonheart in '96. He was in one of the one of the one of the Murder on the Orient Express movies '96. Yeah, the earlier like yeah, he was in the the one of the earlier like um, adaptations of the Murder on the Orient Express that had. Uh, Albert Finney as uh, Poirot. So, mm. yeah. Um, and, and then you've got um, one of his decent... Well, I think he's um, one, one, one of his ones that probably goes a little bit miss sometimes. But at the same time, he's, he's, you know, it's one of the last movies he pretty much did, I think, before he basically uh, you know, hung his coat up in acting. Because obviously he's not acting for many years. Um, he's, he's the movie Finding Foster. Forrester, sorry. Actually, Forrester. his last film was well. That was that was indeed one of his last films before he decided to hang it one up. One of the last ones, but that, like the one that, that really kind of, I, I think that made him go. You know what? I, I I'm going to retire. Was the the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen as Alan Quatermain? Yes. That, oh, that movie was awful. <laughs> that because the thing is, like, uh, and it's the funny thing about him was that he he got offered to play Gandalf in the Lord of the Rings and to play. Uh, was it the architect in the Matrix? But he turned them down because he he didn't understand it. And when he got the script for the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, um, he didn't understand it. But because he saw the success from those two uh, franchises, he thought, okay, I'll I'll um, I'll join up that I'll um, I'll join up I'll uh, I'll take the project, and that obviously became a a critical and financial flop. And I think that was kind of like the further, like saying, you know what, okay, that you know, now's my time to quit, you know. Um, yeah. <laughs> although he did a, do, he did do a few bits and pieces. Like he did do the voice of James Bond in the From Russia with Love video game in two thousand five. Yeah. Um, which is really yeah. odd because obviously we all know like what his voice was like when he was in his thirties compared to what he was like in his seventies. I think at the time. 
of thing. Um, and mm. the, but the thing is, that is, is actually actually his very 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 last movie was doing a voice uh, for an ana- like an animated movie called Sir Billy uh, in 2012. <laughs> um, oh my god, it's it's really awful. Like if um it. If, like I can even send you the clip because um, the the podcast another podcast uh, series called Double Toasted just did a review on it and my god like it truly is something to watch something to watch because it's oh uh, you just have to watch it <laughs> you have to just watch the trailer for it and it just you just go wow okay that's that's what Sean Connery decided to end his legacy his acting career on brilliant <laughs> yeah definitely. <laughs> I, I, honestly it's 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 interesting really because like i've just gone back through his uh i'll say while you were just talking about, i was just going back through a lot of his old archive of movies and there are loads of movies that you recognize but then there are loads of movies that you you've never heard of like he's had quite a diverse um role of different movies like he's like not everyone knew i, I mean i didn't even know he was in indiana jones until like maybe like what 10 years ago like i didn't actually like it didn't click to me that it, it was him because he was in such a uh, such a different role. It was like like he was a he couldn't really connect the dots and oh, an actor. No, the dots weren't connectable. It's like it's like what we were saying a few a few episodes ago about like you know movies that you have appreciation for like the more you watch them later on in life. Like you kind of just like you notice the details more. Like it's like saying like. Um, some tv shows like you know like cartoons for example have some really vulgar and uh you know depicting adult things that that kids don't see until they watch it when right. they're old and they're like whoa was that really right. in the show yeah you know what i mean it's like it's obviously not on the same on the same lines as like stuff that like with sean Connery, but like it's an example to be you know kind of mentioned because the appreciation of different uh different castings of different roles for people like Sean Connery and like they, they, they come and go in different, different acting roles. Like, you know, even Pierce Brosnan, like, you know, he's, he's dipped in and out of different, different roles for many years. Like there was a movie that not a lot of people have appreciation for, but I quite liked, I mean, I, I watched it in, in, um, in a geography class when I was a kid, when I was, I think what, in high school and it was called Dante's Peak. I don't know oh yeah. I, I remember watching it when it came out at the time and I thought, yeah, it came out in the in the early early to late uh, 90s, right? mid to late nineties. Yeah, roughly about. I mean, it was came yeah. out the same year as Volcano because obviously there there was a time where a lot of studios were competing, uh, natural disaster yeah. movies, and yeah, so the two of them were coming like head to head. A lot of people say that a lot of people say that Dante's Peak is one is a very weak film, but I I actually like the way it, it like the way the events unfold and like you genuinely do feel like some genuine like kind of like aspiration for the characters like you are very like like just the like the like I mean obviously if you've not watched it now like <laughs> not my fault for spoiling it I'm sorry but um I, I mean there's a scene like where the grandma literally like jumps into the into the water yeah because like, like to try because the lake just turned to like was it um like acid and yeah that's acid. right yeah. So it's all the all the all the uh, acid chemicals and um, nasty things from the volcano mm. leaked into the river. yeah. I remember watching that when I was young. I mean, yeah, I remember watching that. Scene. I was like, oh Jesus! Like, yeah. Um, I mean, you watch it. Yeah, I, I remember. Yeah, watching it now, and um, it's it's all right. It's a bit boring, quite honestly. <laughs> I'm. A... To be honest, to be honest, it. 
I think it balances a decent bit of, of you know, natural knowledge with, with uh, you know, a bit of intrigue and a bit of drama. And then, you know, a, a nice little yeah. a nice ending. And I totally forgot, like, oh, oh, my God, like, Linda Hamilton is in the movie as well. Like, like yeah, from Termin- yeah. yeah, from Terminator. Like, well, like the earliest yeah. times. Um, from the earliest times that, like, we, we get to meet her as a, in a different role. I think this was one of her, one of her very first, like, big movies uh, back in the I, early days. Well, she, well, her first know, role was right. actually Sarah Connor in The Terminator in 1984. So she's already established. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. Then, and obviously... The... Oh, okay, okay. And then Maybe I'm getting first, confused. And then else. her first... And then she came back as Sarah Connor in Terminator 2 a few years prior to Dundee's Peak. Oh, yeah, she... So she yeah, has done... Yeah, uh, and then she yeah. did that Beauty and the Beast like TV miniseries with Ron Perlman. So she's done a few bit, bit, bits and pieces, but um, yeah. So yeah, I, got, I think I was confused okay. with someone else. But we can't even, <laughs> we, we can't, but speaking about Conway, we can't forget about Zardoz and his amazing outfit, which I've just sent you over, which is. Oh, here it's, we go. If so you've that... not. Oh my God. Yeah. Like, <laughs> That is, if I'm just say, like, if you don't know what Zardoz is, the film, you've definitely seen Conway in the, that amazing outfit. It's <laughs> I oh, yeah. I remember watching it, going, "What the hell is that?" And then I looked it up, and I went, "Oh, it's that film." Okay, um, it's got real madness following. Right? So I've still yet to watch it, and I need to find out. Actually, let me find out if it is available on like Prime or anything that is. Oh no, it isn't. Oh well, well I'll, I'll try find find it because I just I keep seeing the outfit and I'm like I just need to bloody watch it because like I said like it's got quite a following and I need to, I need to kind of I need to be up to date with it. So yeah, no, I've um you always talk about Conway and you go like well what about this one <laughs> and they're like oh yeah 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 I remember that <laughs> so um, <laughs> yeah and obviously then we can't even forget about his Oscar winning um performance in the untouchables with kevin costner and um uh adam god yes adam, it's not adam garcia it's andy garcia that's it i was like thinking adam um yeah but yeah no it's uh, it. i mean it's all right i mean it's supposed to be this it's supposed to be this irish sort of immigrant that's in chicago and i can i can maybe see why he probably won it but at the same time i just think like you know compared to mm. everything else he's played it's like you know, I don't see it. But, yeah, like, I just I don't see it as being his best. I, to be honest, I can't really think about what his best performance is. Like, I think, you know, what mm. I think I think it is from uh, the Hunt for Red October is probably his, my favorite performance from his. I don't know. There's some. There's just something about mm. the character he plays. Like, it just he kind of just elevates it. The worst part about it is I've not actually I've, I've I've known about this movie for years and I've seen stuff from it but I've never actually yeah. properly watched it. Well, there's so many the Jack part. Ryan sort of adaptations. So that, I mean, so he, that he um, Alec Baldwin played Jack Ryan in that film. Oh God, Alec Baldwin! Yeah, man, he's and then such an actor, um, and then after that, then Harrison Ford did two films with Patriot Games and Clear and Present Danger. Mm. Then Ben Affleck played him in. Oh my God! Uh, the the sum of all fears. That's it. And then Chris Pine played him mm. in Jack Ryan. And then now John Krasinski um, has played him in the new um, TV series called Jack Ryan. So it's just kind of... oh yeah, yeah I'll but, be mean um, to watch yeah. That. So if you if you get if you get a chance, like definitely check out like from the hunt for the hunt for Red October. Um, 
is it is it, is it uh, on streaming at the moment? I don't, or is it I don't know. Xbox? I mean, let me check my. Uh... It's not. It's, it's it's quite interesting, really, because like there's the, with a, the, with a lot of these British actors, they're in big movies that no. It's really frustrating because you want to recommend these sort of films because if you got a thing of. I mean, definitely, definitely shed some money out. If oh you yeah, like, I'm held, obviously. Like, but, like, yeah, like, if you're really into sort of like, um, sort of, it's not really an action. They say it's an action thriller, but it's it's not really. It's more of a. It's like a thriller that you know deals with um, intellect because it's a whole to deal with um, America and, Ru- mm. uh, and Russia, um, and it's got a great cast. Like you also got uh, Scott Glenn, Sam Neill, James O. Jones, uh, Tim Curry. Uh, Stan Skarsgård, uh, Courtney B. Vance, like that's just it's just such a great cast. So yeah, definitely check it out if you're into Tom Clancy and um, any of the Jack Ryan films or TV series that you've seen. Oh, um, hell yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think um, it's crazy. So you know, a guy who used to uh, live in, the, in in Scotland and went to become one of the biggest actors of many generations and inspired many others. So. Oh gosh, yeah, he's he's left a very uh, a very sizable mark on the industry, and of course, a very sizable yeah, mark and on it's... our hearts. You know, he, he's he's definitely never going to be forgotten. He, I bet, like I've seen some of the some of the nice photos on the internet, like where they've showed him and uh, and um, uh, oh god, I had a <laughs> mind blank for a second there. Roger Moore, Roger, yes, uh, Roger Moore. Both the see the both of them like yeah, both of them in like white shirts and yeah, in, like clouds, I think I did see. Like, like said, oh, they yeah, were looking down on us now. It's crazy, like, because there was a moment where, you know, there was a picture. I think somebody did a, uh, I, it was actually, if it was, a, I don't know if it was an actual photo shoot or they they um, they did it really well with uh, photoshopping all the actors, what they look like now. Mm. And uh, like Sean Connery, Roger Moore, George Lazenby, Timothy Dalton, uh, Pierce oh, wow. Brosnan, and yeah. then Daniel, and then Daniel Craig. Um, Sounds on, like a doctor, like like that Doctor Who photo where they got all of the doctors together. Yeah, well, it's it, it kind of felt like that, and uh, yeah, and it was just crazy, like seeing the photos of like what Sean Connery because it obviously obviously he's been out of the spotlight since a what for a while, and then just seeing him what he looked like, it was just crazy. I'm like, wow, he's still going, and then unfortunately, yeah. unfortunately, obviously it, he became such a such a white white haired bearded guy, didn't he? In the end, I mean, like. Roger Moore went very, went very white as well. Like, and also, I mean, Pierce Brosnan right now, bloody hell, have you seen him? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure that I'm not sure about that beast, mate. Yeah, I know, Ooh. right? But um, yeah, so it's crazy. We've got Lazenby, Dalton, Brosnan, and Craig left. So yeah, yeah, somber moments. But hey, he will never be forgotten. The same with Roger Moore, of course. Uh, their legacies will be continued on. Obviously, we weren't uh doing the podcast when Roger Moore passed last year, so. I mean, we can't we, we can't really speak too much. Uh, there's been enough. Know, there's been enough said the, about Roger Moore. Yeah, no, yeah. For sure. not not that he doesn't does deserve an extra bit of limelight. No, of course it's not. Nice to, you know, throw a mention to him, of course. But of course, it, it, it's it's a, a summer moment still, very much. But well, so, yeah, I'd well, say. Yeah, I mean, for me at least, you know, I, I it is tragic that he's now passed. But to be honest, like, with he's he's gone. He's he died at the age of ninety, like. I mean, he, he retired, he became James Bond, he was married, like, and he, he got to a really old age, like, he lived a really long life, so 
I, yeah. you know, I, like I said, it, as much as it is tragic, like I just say, oh, I just think about these people that live on to that age. Is I just say, well, good on you. Like you, you lived mm. further along because you always hear these people it, that it, die at the age of like 60, had a 60 better, or something. And it just seems like too young. In a better way of going as well. Like there's, there's times when you can be in pain for a very long time before you're finally taken. Like obviously sounding quite cruel that is, but he died in his sleep with his family around mm. him, which in my mind is a very nice way to go. Which is unfortunate with roger moore like he died of cancer which is so that that's yeah. it even more sad but yeah that's the worst part so all the big actors get taken by like you know testicular cancer or you know um bowel cancer or you know even just general cancer mm. you know yeah you know overall so but yeah i'll say not to end on a sober no- so, uh, a somber note but of course rest in peace sean Connery, wherever you are mate i'm sure you're both you, you and uh roger are both having a drink up there somewhere in heaven on our on, on our behalf yeah have a and, martini you know, on us so yeah mm-hmm. That's it, shaken, not stirred, of course. Exactly. <laughs> and definitely not having a Heineken. Do not have a Heineken. <laughs> oh, what's wrong with a Heineken? Like, are, are you? Oh no, Heineken's are lovely. Don't are you siding with Pier- Are you siding with Piers Morgan? That is saying like, what's wrong with alcohol-free Heineken? Oh, for God's sake, <laughs> really? No, 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 alcohol, no, no. I mean, alcohol-free cider's nice, but no, Heineken has to be the full deal. <laughs> it has to be the full deal. If, if you're going to have anything that's like, you know, alcohol-free. Sixth cider because I've I've tried a Bex and it smells like weed. It does. It ugh, really it makes you want to be sick. All right. it, this that's the weird bit. I don't know whether it's just the way that it's brewed, but like it's brewed to the point where it literally has such a stench. And I don't like the smell of weed. Just being oh clear. no, and that's even the, even the one. Right. But I don't. Yeah, I never really associate Bex with weird but all right okay <laughs> i think it's just a, i think it's just like a like uh like a smell profile maybe like maybe it's just difference. the way it's been brewed like it's a bit different i don't know That's it, yeah. maybe the hot the hops the hops really do contribute a lot of, a lot of uh distinct notes uh one would say mm. so is that what you've been drinking like throughout yeah. lockdown no yes move it swiftly on <laughs> thank you very much guys for joining us for this episode today and say uh i think this is a nice you know episode to just not go too crazy on we've we've, we've had a nice laugh and a joke we've you know talked about sean conray we talked about you know some you know roller coaster of emotions over the last few weeks you know mm. Biden getting in trump having a paddy dominic comments out the door tonight you know yeah uh, yeah so obviously i will say tonight it's the 13th of november surprisingly unlucky for some as they say but today's been a very lucky day for me so yeah. i'm i'm not saying more than that because i'll probably end up in my own words yeah well <laughs> i mean um we're not sure what, what's going to happen in the next week or two but um i might actually do a bit of a review because there is a certain netflix film that's coming out in december mm. um that i'm really looking forward to um so be sure to check that out what that film is some of you may know but um all i was gonna say it will be released on the 4th of december uh on netflix Ooh. so yeah be sure to check out that. and i believe that's a that's a thursday or friday right i can't remember maybe a friday maybe a thursday because i think i think we, we get we get out a lot down on the third which i think is a tuesday right yeah yeah maybe um four fifth so that might make it a thursday or a friday but then again netflix don't don't have like uh set beliefs, yeah they come out they so they they bring out things on fridays mondays you know thursdays <laughs> 
but yeah, I say we'll we'll be definitely uh, going back into some more movies. Of course, this podcast is very movie uh, and film, you know, entertainment uh, orientated, as you probably all guessed. Now, it's just something that we're very passionate about, and of course, the beauty of having a podcast that is very wide topic wise, we can kind of like you know lean into different things. Yeah. Uh, and we really appreciate your support, of course. You know, a lot of our friends have like listened in and listened. We definitely don't have the largest base of listeners at the minute. Nothing like my other pa- podcast. And you know what? I don't really care for the numbers. I care for the fact that we, we both had such a good time recording. Right? Well, it just gives and us something to do it. during lockdown, especially that there's only so much that we can do at the moment. Oh, yeah. Um, it's, 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 it's a much more uh, fulfilling and better thing to do. Uh, for our own mental health. I mean, to be honest, I was supposed to be going out riding every week with my friend. We were cycling our bikes for like literally all of the summer, and then we stopped. Right. So I mean, like th- this is this has been a longer streak making this podcast than it has been me going out and doing cycling. Yeah. For many months. Well, we got definitely got more people interested. Um, you know, to be guests on mm. the episode. So I I think it's doing something. I think. Oh, definitely. And yeah, that, on that note, we thank you very much for listening again. Uh, I've been Josh Deacon at Mr. Josh Deacon on social media. And I'm um, Burkett at Owen.Burkett. Uh, so you can find me on Instagram and maybe on Twitter, but I don't use that much. So Instagram's probably the best pair. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. Take care of yourselves, guys. And hopefully we either see you next week or the week after. You never know. <laughs> All right. Um, stay safe and uh, take care, everybody. And make sure you wear a mask. Yes, wear a mask. <laughs> bye bye. See ya. Guys.